Hello and welcome to Podcast University, your mobile classroom for leaders. I am your instructor and mentor, Willie Diggs. I'm so excited that you uh, come here to join me on yet another podcast. You understand that here on our podcast, we have a tendency to flow through three veins. That is academics, professionalism, or spirituality. So here, uh, I got my friend and my brother here, uh, presenter, brother, you know, Martel Hall, Professor Martel Hall, uh, a phenomenal gentleman, very smart. He's a business owner. He's a leadership guru. And we have him here today on Podcast University. So we're going to be able to pick his brain. So our objective for this podcast is simple. We're going to discuss social work leadership. So uh, if you need an objective, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about social work leadership. And I, as I always do in my podcast, I always start us off with a quote. Uh, and it's from Mahatma Gandhi. He says, a man is but a product of his thoughts. What he thinks, he becomes. Again, a man is but a product of his thoughts. What he thinks, he becomes. And that is Gandhi. So here, okay, guys. Now, I've introduced uh, my friend, my brother, Professor Hall. But I'm going to let Professor Hall kind of introduce himself. And we're going to jump into this podcast. Professor Hall, it's yours now, sir. My brother, my brother, Professor Diggs, thank you so much for having me, man. man I'm a, so happy to have you opportunity, here. man. Yes, sir. It's been great to see you. Just kind of the, the wonderful things you've accomplished over the years, man. And to see the great things you're doing now, man, it just continues to inspire me. So I'm definitely glad to be here, man. And, and like you said, man, uh, social work leadership is such a passion of mine. Uh, I believe that one thing I truly believe, man, I think that leadership is the solution to the things we're dealing with right Ooh, now. Ooh, that's and good so, for man, the people yeah. in the back. Y'all better get that one. Yeah, you I better get that one. We talk about a lot of things, man. And one of the things that we do, we always talk about hope. And don't get me wrong, hope is good. Mm-hmm. But if you want to move the needle, it takes leadership. And so I believe in it. I'm passionate about it. And we can get everybody on board to drive and push this leadership thing and believe that they are leaders. Man, we can accomplish so much for our communities. Now, Professor Hall, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want you to just kind of just, you know, uh, blow our minds today. Give us some insight. And for those who are are listening to this podcast, remember, uh, this is the mobile classroom for leaders. So this is what we do. So what is, Professor Hall, what is effective leadership? Well, first of all, let me say this, man, because so often when I talk about social work leadership, uh, many uh, social work professionals don't even think it's for them. Um, when we wow. do leadership workshops and we, mm-hmm. we, we write leadership literature, uh, they think it's for somebody else. Uh, they think leadership is tied up in title or position. And the first thing we have to clarify is not about title or position, right? Leadership is you. You are a leader. If you are a social worker, so everybody. design, everybody's a leader, no matter I what. Love it. I You're love created it. to lead. That's what we're here for. I and like so that's it. the first thing we have to understand is that leadership is for everybody. Uh, I think the second thing is understanding what def- what the definition of leadership is. So okay. once we clarify that you are a leader, well, what is it? If okay. I am it, what is Tell it? Tell it, sir. Okay. First Tell of all, it. I love John Maxwell's definition. Got There's it. a lot of different definitions of leadership. There's a lot of expressions uh, expressions of leadership. But the main thing, is what I like is John Maxwell. He simply says, leadership is influence. I like it. Leadership like is it. influence. It's the ability to get somebody behind the vision, the mission, and the project that you're trying to accomplish because you can't do it by yourself. 
yourself. Yes, sir. All right. So you, y'all hear that now. Uh, so this 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 thought process that we have that's going on in the earth that tells us that we can do things all by ourselves. That's not that's not a leadership uh, concept or system of thought. Now. Uh, we talked about leadership and effective leadership. Now, what do you think are some traits of bad leadership? Oh, my goodness. And, I, and, and I think break them down for us. I mean, feel there, free there to are so many. There are so many. When you talk about bad leadership, and it's one of the things that's plagued us now why so many people have, have been hurt by leadership or they run away from leadership mm-hmm. or they think leadership is not for them because they've seen bad models of it and they feel like if I've got to become like that person, then I don't want to be it. Wow. And what I'm saying so much is, Bad leadership is something that you see, but you don't have to be like that, yeah. which is why I'm encouraging uh, encouraging I'm on this mission to push so many of our social workers into leadership because you can be better than that. You can be the change that you want to see. That's it. So, y- y'all don't heard that here on Podcast University absolutely. before. I but, love it. But one of the things that, I, I, a couple of things. One, things that, that's getting in the way of, of, when I say bad leadership, I'm going to say what's preventing us from accomplishing the mission. Yeah. Why are we having organizations and why are we having teams that's been around for years but not accomplishing anything? Gotcha. I think leadership is the difference. Okay. And there's a couple of traits of bad leadership. One is poor communication. Okay. One is poor communication. Break that down for Let us. me tell you something. One thing about leadership, all of us think that we communicate well. Mm-hmm. All of us think that, well, I speak well. I, I verbalize myself well. Mm-hmm. My vernacular is well. Uh-huh. Um, so then why isn't this person, why isn't my team member accomplishing the task that I gave them? And you may be correct on a day-to-day common level. You may have very good communication skills, but day-to-day common communication is totally different than leadership communication. Wow. There was a, there was a study by Harvard Business School uh, years back uh, that talked about the fact that most leaders do not communicate as often as they should. Wow. Here's a rule of thumb that I go by. if As a leader, if your people cannot mimic you, if you haven't caught your people mimicking you, then you're not communicating enough. Wow. Okay, got it. So, how does this uh, happens in the classroom? Well, let me let me share how it happens in the classroom. A lot of times, and not just in the classroom, but in our organizations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, in our agencies, a lot of times as a leader, we will give somebody a task and think that we've communicated enough, and, and then when they don't go out and complete the task like we envision, we get frustrated with them. When in reality, wow. you should get frustrated with yourself because you didn't communicate well enough. We believe you have to communicate something seven to ten times before it can be said that you communicated it effectively. Wow, seven to ten. Seven to ten. Wow. So okay. I know you told them twice and you got mad because you said it twice, but you're about five times short. Wow, wow, And wow. you also have to communicate it through different channels. Okay. You have to communicate it through email. You have to communicate it in the written language. You have to communicate it verbally. Sometimes you have to show them. Okay. One of the things that we teach in the classroom, um, I, I love the scenario that I, that I learned once in, in, my, in a leadership training I attended. Uh, in a classroom that one of the be- some of the best teachers in America, when they set the standard for an A, they always give the student the model first. Wow. They don't just give the assignment. They give they give the assignment verbally, then they give a handi- a handout of that model of what this assignment should look like. Like a rubric. Like a rubric. I love it. I love so it. So when I you start it. the classroom, there's a leadership concept that says everybody in my organization is excellent. It is your job to stay in the excellent zone. And I'm going to do everything as a leader to keep you in the excellent zone. Oh, undergrad students, y'all, if, if you are in my social work 312, this ought to be making you scream because remember, you just did your outlines, which you have a rubric. You got two papers that are due where you have a rubric. So you are already in that excellent zone. You just have to be able to operate in that excellent zone consistently. So I, I, I love it. Give me another trait. Come I'm on. I'm going to tell you another bad trait. Ego. Ooh. Ego. Ego. 
there's so many of us who have ego tied up in leadership that we think because I'm the leader, I'm supposed to get it because I can. Or you're supposed to do it because oh, I said. Okay. But yes, ego, ego says, as a leader, I'm a servant first. I'm oh, a servant first. Now that's a different concept, especially in academia. I'm a servant first. That's what we have to understand. Leadership is service. Oh, wow. Leadership is service. That's why it's not about a title or a position. It's about how can you serve this group? Because the, the better that you can serve this group, the more outcome the group will have. So, in other words, like a professor who really want to see their students strive to be best, he will serve them by uh, providing them with different opportunities to learn. Absolutely. Different methods of, of scoring them. Uh, different opportunities so they can process the information. Absolutely. Some of my, if you, all, if you go all the way back to grade school, some of my best teachers were the ones who were the hardest. Wow. Because if they if it takes energy to stay on top of a student, it takes energy to push a student, it takes energy to drive a student, I like it, it takes energy to pull something out of a student. So what that what that teacher was doing in grade school was serving me. Wow. She was serving me. Y'all so, hear that? Y'all hear that? All right, come on, come on. And so it's the same thing at this level. When you have a teacher who who it seems like you're piling on the work, it seems like they won't accept nothing less than the best. It seems like their excellence of standard is so high. No, that's a teacher that understands what leadership is, and she's not going to let, let you step outside of the excellent zone. That's it. That's good. People in the back, y'all ought to be giving me some claps on this particular <laughs> podcast. Give me one more bad trait, and then we're going to go on. Well, another give bad trait. I'll give you one more bad trait. Oh, this is a big one, especially in the times that we live in now. Cultural incompetence. Oh, okay. Come on. Because we have to understand leadership is the, the, the best way to complete a mission. The best way to change this world is to include everybody. Wow, got it. I get and it. And we're not, it's one thing to be culturally sensitive, but we're going beyond that. We're talking about cultural competence. Mm-hmm. Because you can be sensitive to something, you can be aware of something, mm-hmm. but but still not understand how to lead it. And so in order to lead everybody, you have to include everybody, and you have to be competent in how to do that. That is amazing. That is amazing. All right, now, when it comes to uh, management and leadership, uh, in one of the presentations I was at, you said that there was a distinct difference between those skill sets. Uh, for management, give me an example of management and an example of effective leaders. Leaders, You're absolutely right. There, here's one of the best, biggest uh, misunderstandings we have. We think that management and leadership are interchangeable. Oh, wow. And don't get me wrong, there are some related aspects of both of those concepts. Mm-hmm. But the first thing we have to understand is that management and leadership are two totally different concepts with two totally different uh, skill sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of times we become frustrated because we've had a bad manager. We've had experiences with a former manager that just didn't relate to us, and we thought that was, that was leadership. Just because somebody is a manager, it doesn't make them a leader. Wow. Okay. That's to the people on your job. That's for the, I mean, that's, I, y'all better hear this. This, this is, is some good stuff. This is why in, a, in the organization, this is why the custodian sometimes could be the leader because this custodian could be the one that makes the movement go forward. This is why leadership is not tied up in position. This is why leadership is not tied up in title. The, one of the biggest differences is management is about processes. Leadership is about people. Huh. Say that one more time. There, there is a phrase in leadership that says people over processes. Management is about processes. Leadership is about people. This is why you get somebody who's really, really good at paperwork and meeting deadlines and getting things done, but they have no vision. Wow. They have no purpose. They can meet a deadline, but they have no purpose. Leaders have vision. Leaders have purpose. Leaders have the the ability to pull teams together and get everybody on a common call, reaching a common goal, which makes the wheel turns that accomplishes the mission. Managers don't always do that. 
So we're talking about leadership here today. It's going to be leadership that's the solution. It's going to be leadership that's going to make the change. This is blowing my mind. I'm sure you guys are enjoying our time here on Podcast University. But, all right, before we get out of here, because uh, Professor Hall is going to present to about uh, 50 plus students on the campus of Alabama A&M University today. Uh, not just students, but even professionals. So, and also too, I mean, we didn't really give him credit for all he does. I mean, he's a business owner, but he's also a LICSW. Uh, L-I-C-S-W, which of course you all understand if you're a social worker, that's pretty much like the creme de la creme as, as it comes to licensure uh, from the master's perspective. So I want you guys to get that. And it's actually the top, you know, right? I mean, help me. Yeah, it's the top. So I'm going to ask you, uh, Professor Hall, give me three things that if you could leave us with today on leadership, three things. And, and, and we're in this podcast, but I, I mean, I, I, this is almost like information overload. I love it. Uh, so give us three things. Three Absolutely. things. The first thing is, as social workers, we've got to develop a spirit of curiosity and learning. So many times as social workers, we get into the field mm-hmm. and we just accept where people handle us. We accept the opportunities that's before us. And a lot of times, it's things that's beneath us. We don't really go after those leadership positions. We don't really take hold of the things that we can be doing that's going to make a significant impact. And, so and, that, and that's that's across the board. That's across that's the board. That's in social work. That's in the classroom. That's in entrepreneurship. That's in ministry. Absolutely. That's all. That's all over. We we kind of shoot low. Absolutely, we have low aim. Oh, oh man. Oh, the, 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 the deadliness of low expectations. Woo! And so what we have to do is we have to understand Man. That, yeah, just because something has always been a certain way doesn't mean it's got to always be that way. So we got to start asking what if questions. What if things were differently? What if things could be changed? What if I saw things differently? And so we have to develop a spirit of curiosity in order to do that. I got it. That's number one. Go the ahead. second thing is we got to start self-assessing. You know, we got to self-assess what we care about. Got it. The first step in developing a vision is you got to know yourself. You got to know your own strengths, your own weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Because once you know yourself, then you, can, then you can create a vision for yourself to know what you want to go after, to know what it could be like. So we got to self-assess. Before we can help anybody else, before we can lead anybody else, you got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. Y'all heard that, heard that, heard that. So we got to self-assess. Uh, and then the third thing is, man, we got to be courageous. It's one thing to have a vision. It's one thing to have a mission. But if you ain't got the bold courageousness to go after it, to make that step, you're just going to be a man in the room. Wow. So we got to be courageous enough to step out there on faith. We got to take the chance. It, it takes courage to do things new, things unique, things different, things untried, things unheard of. And so you got to have the courageous spirit to go after it. It's a special moment, a defining moment. It's a real pivotal career moment when you do when you take that bold step. So you got to be ready. You got to go after it. Man, this is this has been a phenomenal time here on podcast. You know, University, uh, Professor Hall. Man, you have just you you are definitely a leadership guru, guys. I'm telling you, I am pushing him about getting a book. Uh, he is doing some major work. I am just you know uh, proud of him about all the things that he is doing. He is doing a phenomenal thing, man. So I'm going to end the podcast with what uh, Mahatma Gandhi said. He said, a man is but a product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. Again, a man is but a product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. 
I am so excited that you joined me here on Podcast University. Professor Hall, it's been my indeed pleasure to have you here, sir. Yes, sir. And I cannot wait till we do this again. Uh, But remember, guys, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at at Willie Diggs on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And yes, I'm on Snapchat. You can look at the at sign, I am Willie Diggs. Again, that's the at sign, at sign, I am Willie Diggs. And you can go to my website, which is www.willydiggs.com. Again, that's www.willydiggs.com. Thank you guys so much for joining me here on Podcast University. It has been my great joy to spend this time with you. Thank you.